Hi, welcome to the Cloud Design Box podcast. I'm Darren Hemming, and uh, with me today is Ryan Clark from Formative. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Darren. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's good to have you here. So um, we're going to be talking about formative teaching today. Um, so so it's, 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 it's a brilliant idea. Um, so I want to get into the, the, the kind of um, idea behind it, the concept of formative teaching and why it's a good thing. Um, but then we'll look at a demo of what your, your particular product does and how that works inside Microsoft Teams as well. So first questions first, um, formative teaching, what, what's, what's the big deal with that? Why, why not just kind of go in, do a bit of presentation, give the kids some work, test them, and then go off and do something else? What, what, what's the real benefit of, uh, of the, the, the formative teaching approach? Yeah, it's a it's a great question, Darren. So I actually was a, a teacher uh, before I made my way to working at Formative, and something that I find really compelling, and why we actually see a lot of education products and also schools and teachers looking to do more formative teaching and learning in their class, is because we really feel that making all instruction and assessment informed by real-time data really gives you the ability as an instructor to review any type of misconceptions that your students might be making or your entire class might be making. And so rather than teaching a lesson and then finding out on Thursday that the students didn't actually understand the lesson, if you're able to understand on Monday when you're giving the lesson or about to start the lesson that the students don't understand it, you're able to modify accordingly and you're able to really help support the students at a much earlier point in the cycle. So, right. So it's about. Really believe, go ahead. Sorry. So it's, it's about interactivity. It's 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 making you a more interactive teacher, uh, and and it's not just about single students and their kind of journey through the learning. It's looking at the whole class, and and if you realize that actually, you know, twenty nine out of thirty kids have misunderstood something that's not down to them that's that's down to you right as a teacher so you go around again and 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 give it another go absolutely and so it's great for seeing overall trends in your class and making those modifications also what you'll see is that you're able to dive down deeper so you can do that analysis because you're going to have all of this rich information let's say you do any type of homework assignment using something like formative students can get that immediate feedback for themselves. And so you can not only like, you know, look at the whole class trends, you could also support individual students, give individual students personalized feedback or support because they might be struggling in that way as well. And, you know, during COVID, we saw this huge transition to fully remote environments. And we know that some schools now have hybrid environments or in-person environments or fully remote environments. And so, we tried to build a platform that can help teachers to do more formative instruction and assessment in any of those settings. And so really trying to, to help provide the flexibility to capture that information and insight. Great, great. So should we take a look at uh, formative? Uh, yeah, let me just give a little bit of background on Craig. So Craig, uh, I always, you know, one of the reasons I was drawn to formative is that it was actually a platform built by a former teacher. Uh, so Craig is, was a former middle school science teacher, and he actually kind of hacked together some tools in his classroom, which was the early background of formative and helped him 
to get 99th percentile growth in his classroom in Los Angeles that was seeing much lower performance overall. And really the ideology was all about how do I capture that formative assessment information in a way that allows me to address my students where they are. And so kind of, we talked a little bit about this practice and why some of the key things, a couple of things here that I didn't talk about yet that I think are helpful. We really believe in like student agency and having that feedback cycle. So, you know, not all students in the class want to raise their voice or, you know, yeah. ask a question. And so giving them a easier way to communicate with their instructor is really important. Right. We, 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 sorry, we, we, we talk a lot about, um, the invisible child in what we do because of course we use teams and in the teams is a great place in itself for students to have a voice quietly without necessarily putting their hand up and if formative allows you to do that as well that's that's brilliant absolutely uh and then you know the old style of assessment it was like you have this really big test at the end of the term or you have something that's worth a lot of marks towards your grade and that's not really a very helpful environment for a student if they're really stressed, they're really worried. So by doing more regular assessment, that is essentially lower stakes. You could also help kind of support students in that way. So in, so, in, in, in the UK, we, we've got a thing called an MVQ, which is it's kind of a vocational yeah. qualification. And the idea is instead of just having one big exam or even one big piece of coursework necessarily you are continually assessed on things that you do and it's very practical you know it's used in nursing and things like that yeah. um and it just seems a much more human way to do things rather than building up all this pressure and then you go over the over the edge at the, at the end of it all and you either kind of fly or, or you drop that doesn't seem fair to me because people have skills and perhaps they shouldn't just be assessed on their ability to, to sit an exam in one big chunk because that's just a, a test of memory, really. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great point. I had to take a similar exam when I was studying engineering. It was one big exam, and you had to see how you did. But um, you know, in move to more like competency based learning or standards based grading, which are ways we see districts using our platform as well. We're able to help support with you know measuring these more basically targeted skills or competencies or ideas to really understand what you were saying you know is a student understanding this concept not you know did they basically pass the entire course overall so being able to get more granular insights into students yeah I, I know that in in, in the states and canada you, you're much more into kind of the competency um reports and uh, and that sort of yeah. thing uh whereas we're, we're we're probably more kind of score focused here at the moment but we still have that concept i mean everybody or pretty much everyone learns to drive right and that driving test that that's competency based you you tick the boxes for the different things that you can do can you reverse can can you do parallel parking you know and, and it's easy to measure those as you do them absolutely and so this uh, graphic just kind of shows this concept of kind of learning as the circular process. So rather than thinking about it as this linear one where kind of things just progress and go forward, if you start to have a mindset shift where you're thinking about your instruction can actually be a part of your assessment practice, and then that gives you a way to actually engage and talk with students as they're going through the learning process, and then the analysis piece and looking at data is really something we truly believe in. And you can either do that in the moment to change that practice or maybe that night or, you know, when you're looking to reflect on what you want to do tomorrow, 
you have all of this information to help you make those decisions. Yeah, so good, good teachers listen to students who knew. <laughs> Absolutely. And so, you know, we do this based on research. So, you know, teachers really do enjoy and find using formative to be valuable. And so with that, uh, if you're okay with it, Darren, maybe we can uh, jump in and see a little bit about like how all of these concepts can kind of come to life. When using yes. Like formative. Yes, please. That'd be great. All right. Awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and here I am at the formative homepage. Um, and so the first thing you'll notice is that we are able to support uh, sign on with your Microsoft 365 account. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and sign in. I already have my account saved. So easy as that. I'm already into my account and it is uh, linked to my uh, Microsoft Teams or my Microsoft 365 account. And this account is particularly related with a Teams account. So, you know, really easy for me to authenticate. So something we support uh, is the ability to roster your class with Microsoft Teams. So you don't have to go and pull all of those students over uh, back from the class that you already have. And so you'll see here, I already have this first Microsoft Teams class synced right now, but if I wanted to import this other class, for example, I can go ahead and import it. Uh, and now I'll have my second Microsoft Teams class imported it, it, it into Lynn. formative. So now it makes it really easy for me to get going. So tying that back to, to what we do, obviously we, we create your class teams through school data sync. So, you know, teachers just turn up and teach their, their teams are there for them but you might not necessarily want all of those classes that you teach to be involved in formative right away eventually yes but right away you just might want to say well i'll just have this this first class and the second class and then you know perhaps we'll come back later and we'll do the younger students that i teach so it's really easy to kind of transform that that pre-built pre-populated class into a formative space and and i guess we'll see later you can tie those two things together a bit as well yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you're using Cloud Design Box and you're using Formative together, it should be really easy to get your Microsoft Teams class all the way from the creation into Formative as well. And so now that we have our classes, a couple of other things that are particularly helpful if you're using both Microsoft Teams and Formative. So if I go over here to my Teams app, uh, you'll actually see that what I did is I added Formative as a website right within Microsoft Teams. And so a really nice thing about this is that I'm able to go in and access any of my formatives directly from Teams. So let's say I created a formative that I want to use in my class that day. I can go ahead and access that directly from within Microsoft Teams. And so now I can actually view the full formative. I can assign it to my class. It gives me quite a lot of flexibility and help where I don't have to leave Teams just to go ahead and assign those formatives that I've already created. Yeah. So that, that works for, for, for the teacher. You can um, be inside formative while you're inside the, the class team. But for students as well, your students could go to Teams because that's where they, that, that's their classroom, right? That's where they go Absolutely. virtually. And formative is, is one of the tools that's, that's in there. It, it, exactly. Um, and so this gives a really easy way to kind of get started. And, and, but I'm going to go over here and I'm going to show what it looks like to create a new formative. And some of the things that can be really helpful for you while if you're using something like Office 365 is 
you probably have you know PowerPoint presentations or Word documents or maybe PDFs of resources that you've used in your class or you want to use in your class. And bringing those artifacts and resources into Formative is a great way to get started because it really gives you a way to take that content and add on a formative assessment layer to it. So you can really capture those insights and see how students are doing in your particular class. So let's go ahead and say, we're creating this on a fraction lesson today, for example. And I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pull in a document. So like we said, uh, here's a document that I'm living on my desktop. It's a fraction worksheet that I've created before. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pull that into formative. And then what you'll see is I'll be able to directly tag on to that content that I created. So here's this fractions worksheet. And now I want this to be something that my students can digitally uh, engage with. So if I go ahead and I click here and I actually make this a, a math question, I'm basically making this so that this worksheet is now becoming like a digital practice that my students can do in their class. And if I go through and I you know, add the answer key, I can make it so that students can get that immediate feedback or I'm able to also see if my students are, are, are understanding this concept. Going back to this idea we were talking about with kind of including some type of assessment directly within my instruction process. And then I'll also show, you know, I can come in here and I can also bring in some slides. So maybe I, I want to include the presentation that I'm doing for my students directly within a formative and then maybe give them a place where they can like ask a question or, you know, kind of flag something to me during the lesson. We have the ability for teachers to use what's called teacher paced mode. So when I'm in the class, I want all of my students to be looking at the same thing at the same time. So right. what I can do is I can basically go and make it so that my students are going to all be looking at the same content. So maybe I want to really kind of key in on this particular information in my class. I can use teacher paced mode to have my students all look at this concept all at the same time. So we, we've been doing some good work here, kind of creating our, our formative. Um, something that's particularly uh, popular, especially with math teachers, is that we have full built-in math keyboards and graphing type questions that you can build. But here I am, I have these questions. So like two, six minus two, six, I, I think I know the answer to that, which is good. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put that the answer is just zero. Um, and then we're gonna go ahead and go to the next question. I'm just gonna put in a couple of answers so that what we can actually see is that we can actually look and see that this is gonna auto grade for me as a teacher. And what that's gonna do is it'll let me see how my students are actually doing on this particular assessment. So, uh, so, so although you're doing the formative assessment and that makes it very interactive, it doesn't necessarily have to be the case that the teacher's having to do a lot of work for that because you've got tools in there that will do the adding up for you and, and, and check stuff. You, you just see the results. You, you see those, those kids and how they're doing. It, it, exactly. So what I'm going to do here is I'm actually going to break this and I'm going to put it into, uh, I'm going to go to a preview. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pretend like I am assigning this to my classes. Uh, I have a lot of flexibility when I'm doing that assignment. So if I want to, you know, have it open at a certain point in time so that my students can start it at 8 a.m. when my <coughs> class starts, or I want it to close at a certain time, I want to randomize the questions. 
but some of the really powerful stuff, especially for that formative learning, we can either return the scores instantly to students. So this is really helpful if they're doing an exercise in class or maybe a homework assignment. And I want them to know whether they're getting it right immediately. So it's not like a you know, high stakes quiz or a, a exam where they need to wait to get their answers. I can give them those answers right away. Um, you know, this is really helpful. And then uh, I could also, if I want this to be an ongoing practice, we hear of teachers making it so that students can go back and keep working on a particular assignment or a formative. So I have the ability to allow them to go back and edit it, modify it. And all of these settings are, settings are dynamic. So if I set it and then I make a mistake, I can change it and it's reflected instantly to my students as well. And that's also included with adding new questions to the formative. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to assign it so that we can actually see what that looks like. So now you'll see that I have the ability to share this to my Microsoft Teams. So if I wanna make it easy for my students to jump into a particular formative, I can go ahead and I can share that to my Microsoft Teams. But what I'm able to do if I go ahead and I'm gonna preview this as a student, let's pop this out to a new window so I can see it side by side and see really why it's so helpful as a teacher to be able to understand where my students are. So now when I'm looking at this, so here's my teacher dashboard and I'm able to see all the things that are coming in. So, you know, I could see immediately in real time, the answers coming in for my students. So. Uh, I know that this one I said was 11 over 8. And I can see in real time, how are my students doing on this particular assignment, on this particular assessment? And then, you know, that student, that feedback part, you know, if I want to give that feedback or talk to my teacher, I can interact with my teacher in a variety of ways. And then my teacher is going to see that message and be able to respond back to me as well. So. Maybe I really like this particular question. I want to like send my teacher just an emoji and smile. Now I can see over here that my student has actually sent me this emoji. Uh, glad you are happy today. <laughs> and they've so done that privately between between you and them, right? So they didn't it, have to it, put it, their it, hand up and it, say, "Sir, this is a great exercise. Thank you so much." Or, or sometimes they say the opposite, right? You know. It, 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 exactly, but you can see the the value of being able to see all this information coming in real time from my students, and you can imagine how being able to create any type of assignment in this way could be really valuable. And like we talked about, you know, at the very end, everything is fully dynamic. So right now, this student is working on this formative. If I added one more question real quick, just to say, like, how are you feeling today? Or how are you doing? This is adding in real time. So you can see on the right here that this student is now basically going to be able to answer this question. So I made a mistake. I didn't spell something right. Like, none of that is a problem informative because anything that you're doing is reflected real time to the students as well. That's really, really useful. And I can see the interactivity here, you know, so if during a lesson you realized, you know, I've, I've just taught this bit wrong. I, I, I've given the impression that, that, you know, that, I don't know, um, taking away um, works in both directions or something. <clears throat> and you have to come in there and say, well, actually, no, I got that wrong. Listen, guys, it's my fault. 
and you can you can grab that on the screen like that. You could also, I mean, if you're in the classroom, you could just call them and say, "Hey, everybody," but then you have to stop everybody in their flow. You have to get them all to to, to stop and put their pens down, keyboards down, face the front. You don't have to be that intrusive. You can just ping it out there, and they go, "All right, okay, yeah, great." Yeah. And something that's really cool is if multiple students are having a similar uh, issue, you can basically choose multiple students at the same time and give them all a piece of feedback that's helpful for those particular students. Uh, and another really like powerful thing that we see is using this as a way to show how things are going in the class because you can hide student names. And so you can have this conversation as a class and you can say, hey, on number one, it looks like we're all really struggling on this particular question. So let's take a break and actually go ahead and dig into how to do this particular problem. So lots of ways that you can kind of use this information that you're getting and have those conversations with your class. This is, I mean, it's obviously really good. What what kind of training is needed? So, so when, when, it, when a school takes on formative, um what kind of training do you give do you give teachers to to help them think in this way because it's it's quite a different way of working yeah it's a great question darren so we have a lot of different types of uh, training and support uh for teachers to help get them started uh whether it be webinars that we create that are targeted on different topics you know if you teach a particular subject or grade level we have webinars that are usually about 20 or 30 minutes so you can learn some information we have a formative certification course that you can take if you want to learn more about how to do everything within formative or if we're partnering specifically with a school or district. We also offer the ability to have professional development where we can either do it virtually or on site and work with our customers to support them. So whether it's going to be like some type of on demand resource or, you know, something that you want to actually bring informative to your school and, and bring more professional development in person. We have all of those capabilities available. That's great. Do you ever use, do you ever use formative for that training? Uh, we do. It's a great question. So it really helps because, you know, you can imagine when I'm doing a training, I can actually see how the participants in the training are actually understanding the concept, or maybe if they don't want to raise their hand or ask a question and like students might, you know, formative is a great place for them to be able to provide that feedback. Or we even use it in our internal meetings, like if we're doing like asking for feedback or if people are asking for questions, it's a really great tool for doing that as well. 